sorry, I haven't been on. When I look at the dates, it's almost a month. I went to Hawaii unexpectedly. Then I had a family from Idaho uh, with two little children. It's been very, very busy. But here we are. We are back. Uh, please stay around for the second half because Stephen has some information uh, that I thought was amazing. Okay, today we're going to uh, explore how the time of Yeshua is being replayed in today's world. And I'd like to draw the uh, parallels so we can understand a little bit more. At least I offer it to you. You have your own thoughts. But I have often said, uh, for those who have been here before, that the Time's Upcoming is a redo of the days of Noah when the Nephilim walked openly and everybody or just about everyone had contaminated had a contaminated genome because they had interbred with the Nephilim and their thoughts were evil continually. That is going to repeat itself. It is the uh, repetition of the Exodus uh, when the judgments will come from Yehovah and uh, in order to get the attention of the people and get them to turn from their ways and be saved. And it is also a repeat of 2,000 years ago, the experience of Yeshua while he walked this earth. Uh, we will look at the people, uh, the leaders of Israel, and then the political e leaders and to look at the similarities. But first, let's look at we ourselves who uh, expect to be or hope to be uh, the uh, the called ones that will go forward in the army of the lion and spread the gospel uh, once the Almighty has opened the doors for us. And I think in that time, a cleansing of the earth of those who would block uh, the uh, gospel uh, will occur, and that is upcoming. That is, uh, we see the entrance of the, for the horses, uh, and at the end of the first four horses to bring on the uh, final global empire, they have killed a quarter of the world's population. But let's look to we ourselves. Uh, going back to the days of Yeshua, Mary or Miriam, when she was approached by the angel Gabriel, uh, the angel told her, you are going to have a baby, you are, you're not married. So instantly Mary realized that this would put her outside the, um, the legal and social uh, and religious uh, pattern of the day, and this would expose her to stoning uh, per the Torah penalties for being an unchaste woman. So uh, she, she knew she was facing death at that moment. Nonetheless, this brave girl, I am the servant of Yehovah. Do with me as you have said. That is an amazing, that is an amazing response. This, I don't know, uh, it's estimated she was a teenage girl, 15, 16, and here she is so dedicated she would immediately risk her life. And this is very similar to Isaiah when the angel approaches Isaiah uh, and uh, uh, Isaiah says, here am I, send me, I mean, bada bing, I'm ready to go, made that be our response. If we are tapped in the shoulder, and I 
pray each of us is, Spirit sends her to her cousin's house, Elizabeth, who is also expecting a promised child, and there she stays for three months. Her husband, uh, and I, and I, I, I just kind of read between the lines that uh, Mary is helped and sh- to better understand what is happening to her. And when she comes back to her family, I mean, uh, but for uh, the mercy of of uh, Yehovah giving a dream to Joseph, she would have been stoned. Joseph prevents that. He was going to just put her away quietly. And uh, the, the angel says, no, this is of me. Do this. So, um, but this is a foreshadowing of if you're a Christian, if you are a believer in Yeshua, uh, Jesus, um, you're going to be out of sync with the world. You're going to be condemned. You're going. Your life will be threatened depending upon the culture and the political whims of the day. Uh, you are going to be, um, for the most part, you're a scandal to your family, to your government. It's only the Western countries that have traditionally and historically been favorable to Christianity, uh, taking the gospel to all corners of the world in the 19th century. But uh, in most countries of the world, this has not been the experience, and we can see the door is shutting in the West. This is why uh, AIM has been taking uh, on uh, white people of European descent. Uh, they are awful. Uh, they are, have have privilege. They have treated people awfully. We must get rid of them thousand years. Yeshua had already gone through the temptation. He's given the Sermon on the Mount, and he has moved into healing. And it is impressive at this time how many possessed people there were, how many congenitally ill people there were, how many blind people. Uh, They were, um, and, and that's significant that the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 had not flowed. They had left the provisions of Yahweh. Their leaders, well, I'll I'll, I'll be to them in a minute, Uh, but it's impressive, especially the demonic infestation. This is not a land uh, where the spirit is, is present in uh, a large, a large uh, way. Yeshua uh, heals this um, lame man. The people were amazed. Some people were open to listening and watching without antagonizing. But that's not all the people. Now the example of Yeshua returning to Nazareth um, and the people there being defended offended by him and they they say you know isn't this the carpenter's son isn't his name mary aren't his brothers uh in our midst aren't his sisters in our midst oh how how where did he get all these things how did he get this wisdom and these miraculous powers and they took offense at him instead of saying would you explain this to us who are you really they took offense and this was uh, the response of the leaders of seeing they did not see, looking they did not see, hearing they did not listen, they did not understand. And the world today takes offense at them. They don't want to hear anything, they just want to be offended. And that is true because Satan is the prince of this earth, 
So he is going to be in most people unless they have given their lives over to a different leader. And he's going to say, shut your ears, shut your eyes, see nothing, hear nothing, do nothing, just be offended. And that's where we see many of the people in the days of Yeshua. How do people regard us as believers today? How do our how does our family uh, regard us? Do they eye roll? Do they say, you know, well, the Bible says, I mean, what's that response? Do they hold up their hands? Do they get arrayed? They say, uh, that's cute, mom, and walk away. Um, what if we try to warn them about what's coming? We can see it clearly. Um, do are, are we just labeled a wacko post Yeshua? Um, please read some of this history. Uh, you can go to books. You can. People can put truth in books, and why is that? Because nobody reads books. The internet is being increasingly, increasingly uh, sanitized. Uh, if you find that that too much stuff is missing, it too much stuff is four oh four. Can't find it. An error. Uh, an error occurred. You'll see it on your screen for a second that it disappeared. Oh, an error occurred. You know, a lot of this, some of this can be um, overcome if you used Yandex or a foreign search engine, Yandex.com. Um, there are others, but if you go to Safari, Google, I mean, it's all been over. It's all been taken over. Okay, in their oral Torah, it was said when the Messiah comes, he will not only heal a blind man, but the blind man will be blind from birth. Now, that is a little different than you have an injury to this eye. This guy, his eyes never did work. I mean, you are working with eyes that are deader than dead. I mean, they are very dead. Uh, Yeshua, Yeshua heals him by making a mud salve for his eyes. The man had been a known beggar. He tells his neighbors that Yeshua healed him. His neighbors take him to the Pharisees. Yeah, what are you saying, you crazy man? Look at you. So they take him to the Pharisees who determine, they don't see that he's congenital, that he, a, 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 a superior, a, a phenomenal miracle has occurred. They don't remember from their own writings uh, that they inherited that this was a congenitally blind. They preferred not to believe that. They just said a righteous man would not heal on the Sabbath. Other other people asked that are, were of more reasonable they said well how could a sinner do such a good job how could a sinner be such a blessing good question so the so the pharisees decided to go check with his parents was this son really born blind we got to check this out this doesn't add up the mother be was look how stunningly evasive she is I don't know anything. All I know, he was born blind and now he could see. I don't know anything more than that. Go ask my son. He's an adult, never seen. And now all he could do is stand and look in the sky and see the birds and the trees and the grass. He just walks around fondling everything <clears throat> and holding it up close. I mean, instead of giving glory to God, she said, I don't know. Go ask my son. Is that what we see today? People are afraid to speak out, speak up, to oppose. 
She didn't want to be kicked out of the synagogue. Do people do this? They don't want to be kicked out of the church. Increasingly, times are going to get difficult. Will we stay in Israel? The class, a, a class in Israel that is pro-Torah, no Talmud, or a Yeshua-believing Jew are blacklisted. The Pharisees in Yeshua's day, you stick with us or we'll kick you out of the synagogue and you will be at the mercy of the Roman Empire. You stick with us and you'll have a peaceful life. I offer to you that that is being repeated right now by the Talmudic lies that when their Messiah comes, they will each have 2,800 slaves. Uh, They will uh, take on the whole world as their empire. They'll live in luxury. They'll rule the world with an iron fist under their Messiah. This is what they're saying. And there is a video out of a Talmudic Jew, Orthodox, who has actually been in my house. He was a guest. Uh, He asked me to uh, host a, this is long ago, maybe 20 years ago, 15 anyway. uh, No, longer than that, between 15 and 20 years. Host um, a, 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 a weekend conference for the uh, Christian slash Yeshua believers in uh, my area and have him be a speaker. Um, I didn't know up from down at that point. Uh, I had had a new heart and I thought, oh, okay, well, he can come and he can say something important. Well, now looking back upon it, what was he doing? He was trying to get us into the Noahide laws. He was. He said to us, Christians, you should worship as Christians. Well, some of us, a lot of us there were Hebrew roots. We were the early Hebrew roots. We weren't really in the Christian camp. We weren't Sunday. We weren't uh, Christmas, Easter. But he told us to go back and be under the umbrella of the Christian religion. And I can see now that uh, he was trying to urge us to go back to the uh, what we left in Christianity because we realized it was man-made. Pissimos, which in Greek means eminent. Was he notorious or was he famous? Follow me and I will lead a rebellion against the hated Romans. Pilate asked who should be released for the Passover gift. The Messiah or an insurrectionist who would have the gall to defy Rome? And of course, the people say the insurrectionist. We want to get rid of you, Pilate. And he says, whoever will will pick up the sword will die by the sword. If there's anybody listening that has a whole stack of guns, you're up against something bigger than you. Who are you going to shoot with those guns? You're going to shoot your neighbors who are hungry? Why not share your food? I'm sure that if we start being if we start being loving to those who are hungry around us that Yehovah just like the loaves will multiply our food. Anyway, Satan was an insurrectionist in heaven and lost. He's still trying to garner beat into people and give them the lies that I'm going to win. Wow, I'm going to win this one. Yeah, he lost at Enoch in uh, in in the days of Noah. He lost before Eden. <clears throat> he lost 
at, at, during the days of Yeshua, but he's trying to promise people anything to get them to believe, yeah, I've lost, 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 but man, I'm going to win this time. Barabbas, Bar was son, Abba was father. Barabbas was the son of the other father, the other, the imposter father. Judah fell for it. What they wanted was an insurrectionist who would give them a better life on the material, limited, for now, for my lifespan. And I think that's what many pray for Brother Judah. Pray that they do not go down this path. Pray that they go down the path of eternal glory in the kingdom of Yeshua. This is... uh, Another example of this is the withdrawal of Gaza in 2005. Uh, Ariel Sharon did that. He he was in a coma for eight years and then he died. Why? Trillions, trillions in gas and oil fields off Gaza. They first had to get the Jews out and then they're going to level Gaza and take the oil fields. They want what's here and now. They want the 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 promises of satan they want glory that they can go out and get themselves uh there in the bibliography i have some references to this some of the you know uh, not all statements are are uh, uh did I, do I agree with or not all speakers? There's a litany of the Gaza withdrawal, which is how I recall it. I remember being appalled by the soldiers being ordered to go in and take their batons and hit the head, strike the skulls of the young people that were holed up and refused to get out. They would ride their horses directly at galloping speed into the groups of Jews, their settlers that were that were banded together in opposition. If you got out early and obeyed, you got remuneration. If you didn't, you got squat. Furthermore, you had to keep paying on the mortgage. Put Hamas into Gaza, knowing that they couldn't level Brother Judah, but they could level Hamas. So we have people from the time of uh, Yeshua, who were interested only and could see only the here and now and the betterment on a short-term basis, not on an eternal basis, not in peace and love, not even to the extent of sacrificing your own life. As Esther said, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to do what's right. Okay, let's move into the leaders of Israel. Uh, The healing of the paralytic stories, uh, the teachers Uh, say uh, that Yeshua was committing blasphemy by forgiving the sins of the paralytic. They just, uh, when he was having dinner with tax collectors and sinners in Matthew's house, they said he was, this is uh, by association, he condemns himself. Only be seen with the people that everybody views as righteous, uh, as wealthy, or as beautiful people, as leaders. Only with the rich and powerful. Only be seen with them. To heal on the Sabbath. To show his response, Yeshua heals a shriveled hand, explaining, Wouldn't you pull your sheep out of a ditch? How much more important is it to help a person? At this point, the Pharisees realized they couldn't argue with them. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything with them. He had 
he had supernatural power, so they started plotting his death. And this is the point. Uh, th this is the point the New World Order is going to get. They'll try to reason with you. They'll try to uh, p purchase, put a wall around it, dug a wine press, built a watchtower, and he rented the vineyard out, went on a long trip. He came back to collect the fruits <clears throat> from his tenants. The tenants seized the servants. They beat one, killed another, stoned a third. He sent the other servants to him. These are all the prophets, all the prophets in the Tanakh. He sent other servants and they killed him. Last of all, he sent his son saying, oh, they'll respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. Somewhere, Yeshua, who is the true master of this world, he created it. Even Pilate realized this. In Matthew twenty-seven eighteen, Pilate knew it was out of envy that the Pharisees had seen, had handed Yeshua over to him. Talmud says this world belonged to the followers of Talmud. They say they will kill Amalek and take possession of the world. Who is Amalek? Everybody alive today is a reincarnation of those who have injured uh, Israel or Jews somewhere along the way. So you can see easily how all Christians, all believers in Yeshua could be considered Amalek because of the Inquisition. Is Isaiah thirteen twenty two? The house of Israel possess the nations as men servants and maid servants in Yehovah's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. Now this is honey to the ears. <laughs> Uh, of uh, of the synagogue of Satan. See, here it says, um, we're going to possess you as slaves. Oh yeah, can't wait. We'll kill. The, the goal is, that's why, uh, that's why the Deagle Report in some countries, look at the map of, of, of the, the adverse reaction rate in countries. You'll see that England and America and, and to a lesser extent, Western Europe have a higher rate of death and adverse reaction. They want to kill us with the poison jab of the white horse. No use for believers in Torah, Jewish believers in Torah, or Christians. No use. Synagogue of Satan will do away with them. Let's go to the political leaders of the day. Okay, Pilate standing there. His wife sends a message calling Yeshua innocent. Have nothing to do with them. Pilate says, once, I find no basis to a charge. Flogging purple robe, crown of thorns, he says again, I find no basis to put this man to death. The religious leaders shout crucify. A third time, Pilate says, I can have him. I can, you can have him, but I find no basis for the charges against him. Publicly washes his hands, hoping for absolution. Why would Pilate go against his conscience? Fear, fear. He knew the religious leaders could would could re send a bad report and complain to Rome and he'd be sacked. It's the same today. But instead of Rome, it's the central bankers. Money is power and the world leaders today know if you disobey, you'll be sacked. And if they can't uh, stop you, you'll be killed. How many people have been killed just recently? 
The presidents of Haiti, Tanzania, and Burundi rejected the COVID vax. Bada bing, they're gone, and they suffered untimely deaths. Presidents who opposed the Federal Reserve, Andrew Jackson, defeated. Lincoln, assassinated. Andrew Johnson, removed from office. McKinley, assassinated. John Kennedy, assassinated. I have to close. Please stay with me for show, Stephen. Thank you, Bonnie. And uh, the world is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I'm sure that has not escaped you. I know it has not escaped you. Um, shall we start with the uh, attack uh, by the Hooties and the counterattack and uh, all of that? This is this is heating up at a disturbing speed. Yes, it is. And, and you know, Bonnie, I almost can't help but believe that the uh, bringing this attack with the Houthis involved is all a play up to bring about a war against Iran, ultimately. Yes, and World and War Three. Initially, when Israel began to launch their campaign uh, of retaliation on uh, Hamas in the Gaza Strip, the Houthi rebels were one of the first ones to send drones and even cruise missiles uh, towards Israel. The United States had a a destroyer sitting out in that area. They detected it. They shot everything down. There were six drones and I think three cruise missiles that were fired at Israel at the time. Um, since then, uh, the Houthis took another type of stance, and their new stance was, okay, we're going to take and we're going to attack uh, the interest of Israel. They started with Israel with their tankers, that were uh, traversing the seas that would come past Yemen. And then, of course, they eventually added more countries. Up to 50 countries were involved, uh, including uh, even the United States, ships that would be brought in by them. Uh, and so finally, they picked the right time. Biden uh, justified without declaring war, uh, not needing Congress to get involved, that he was defending the United States' interest because after all, the Houthi rebels were starting to attack American ships that were also passing in those uh, straits there. And, of course, it just becomes tit for tat. And the Houthi rebels have actually, you know, they've shown some video footage, flying helicopters out there, landing on ships, overtaking the ships with their soldiers like special forces, and then taking those ships into the docks there, and, of course, I'm sure looting all the goods that might be on board. After all, they could probably use the extra supplies. And uh, and that's kind of how that all got started. And then after the United States launched a, an attack last night, and that supposedly will not be the last of the attacks, 
on uh, Houthi rebel interests inside of Yemen. Then we had a, uh, a report coming in out of Israel speaking about the U.S. embassy in the green zone of Iraq had also come under shelling uh, by uh, quote-unquote Iranian-backed proxies in the region. Seems to me, Bonnie, that if indeed, uh, I know that Netanyahu keeps talking about moving to the next phase of the Gaza Strip War, which only leaves more and more a wake of death and destruction like never seen uh, anywhere, uh, including journalists. I think they said there's been 60 journalists that have been killed trying to cover the war. In fact, it's more journalists that have been killed in Gaza than any war we've had in modern history. Uh, and I, I want to say they said combined. I don't know if that's exactly accurate wow. or not. So, you know, do you have any idea who, who set the hoodies up? Uh, is this another uh, CIA, Mossad, MI6 uh, creation, just well, like Hamas? It, it could be, but I do know that Iran does back the Houthi rebels. But then again, we got to remember uh, when Iran was toppled back, what was in the 70s, I guess, yeah. something like that, they were a very democratic country. Uh, the CIA was backing both sides. They wanted to back uh, the overthrow of the current government. They wanted to install a more uh, hard, uh, hard right-wing government uh, or left-wing, whichever you want to call that, religious government. And when they saw that that didn't get enough momentum, then they would arm the other side and fund the side to stay in power. Uh, it was really crazy how that the CIA does that. But there again, um, I know that the Houthis, though, early on have truly been backed by Iran. I knew that because I used to get a lot of intel out of Iran uh, about every move the Houthis would make, about the moves of uh, Soleimani, uh, the former Iranian general, his meetings with the, with the Saudis, etc. In fact, his meeting with the Saudis was going to bring about a peace that would cause the Houthi rebels' uh, a siege on Saudi Arabia to come to an end right before his death. So that kind of makes you wonder. There are some on our side that didn't want that all to come to an end. They did not want a Saudi-Iranian uh, peace deal in the makings. Uh, so... And there again, it's just really crazy. Their name is Legion. Uh, have wanted a World War Three. This Earth wants a World War Three, to decimate people and uh, and pulverize them to the extent that they will accept. Uh, gosh, so, someone so terrible that they have to be downtrodden to accept them. Uh, that is absolutely hideous. But I have no doubt that uh, World War Three has been in the sights ever since. You know, it's my, it's my opinion that ever since Israel became a nation, yes. a, a single-minded goal, because they realized that the jig was up. After 6,000 years, the jig was up, that the, the Almighty was getting ready to the last showdown. There is, without a doubt, Bonnie, that's so true, what you're saying there. And um, we are going to see that showdown in the not so distant future. And in uh, every direction we look at, the, the stage is being set. Count on one thing. All those that are involved in helping set this stage for this whole global world order, uh, they're doing it so that as they can determine that Bible prophecy is supposed to be set. 
um, even though we know that prophecy knows what's going to happen, yes. you know, the prophets were not blind in what they prophesied about. But I always find it interesting that they try hard to make sure it matches that prophetic, uh, that line. And, and maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe that's what the prophets saw, whether or not, they, you know, they mentioned to us, oh, by the way, you're going to have a bunch of knuckleheads out there trying to set the stage up for what we see, uh, you know, but yeah, it, it's just, it's nuts. And and by the way, there is a video on Twitter that's circulating showing our forces over off the coast of Yemen, and we have a massive naval fleet out there, warplanes, uh, Apache attack helicopters, everything like you would not believe uh, in the region there. And I will say this, Bonnie, as I watched... Uh, for example, our uh, fighter bombers and stuff taking off of aircraft carriers there in that region of the world, I could not help but realize, uh, because anyone that watches that, you the first reaction that comes to you is that, well, the good guys are there to save the day. I wish that were so. I wished it was so, too, because the sad truth of it is it's yeah. not. Yeah. But it's the feeling you get. Yeah, you feel like that's right. You want them to go in freedom. and to be like the World War II soldiers, and they were proud and they did what was right, and and they gave America a good name, even if you were their enemy. Uh, but no more. They're they're. So you saw were they wearing their red high heels? <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Yes. Yeah, I, I, um, this is Hal Turner. If you want the information, you know, you subscribe. Appears as though, um, decisions that will, the whole world is going to end up smithereens. But, you know, the more I read, uh, occasions that that has caused, that it was overwhelmingly taken up by liberals. And I thought, well, I wonder, you know, I, I, I pray that Father uh, saves those who were honestly duped and thought it was huge. Voss says there, there's not one person remaining in Israel who does not know the Lord. We'll see. Uh, uh, you'll live again. And if you're, if you're, if you're not. True, Bonnie, because the thing is, as long as these tyrants are running everything, Yes, uh, it makes it very difficult. And but you know, I I think about like even what you said earlier before we came on the air. You you saw the reminiscent times of Yeshua playing out before our eyes again. Yes. And uh, although the magnitude and scope of evil in the world is much greater than that time, but yet at the same time. It is so true. You know, we're seeing that the time when the gospel was ready to go forth uh, in Israel, at the, you know, 2,000 years ago, it was a time of unrest. And, um, you know, I, I even look at, for example, uh, Judas, not Judas, but uh, Barabbas, who they they said for the people to cry out for the release of Barabbas. And but yet at the same time, I also remember, too, the reason why they wanted Barabbas was because he was taken for murder and insurrection. Well, if he's taken for murder and for insur during an insurrection, that's why they liked him so well was because he was a warrior and a fighter for Israel. Yes. Think about that. Yes. Think about that. That's what the people want today. Yes. They're not interested 
and someone that cares about human life like Jesus did, who would pray for both Israeli and Syrian as well and heal them all, they want that man that is willing to fight and take down that Roman tyranny government. So in a way, Barabbas maybe didn't look as bad in the public eye as we really would think he would look, because after all, he He was was fighting an oppressive system. Exactly. Yes. So maybe he didn't look that bad. I mean, everybody paints him in the movies as some bloodthirsty tyrant walking around you know, like like a monster or something like that out there. But in reality, he was what today people see as a solution for the state of Israel. We're going to have to fight and kill everybody in our path in order to be able to get the freedom we need. And that's not the way Jesus was. That's, that's not a, the thought. That's not his kingdom. He didn't have a kingdom of bloodshed. That's what started the whole thing off in this world was Cain killing his brother. Yes. Okay, um, you know, uh, you uh, you suggested we go to the Miami case where it is alleged that the Nephilim were seen outside, or strange creatures were seen outside the um, the walls of the mall down there. So, what do you have on that? That's an interesting case, Bonnie, because. We've seen uh, this, of course, that's only, we've seen, there was also another one that was uh, done down in South America, very similar to that, and uh, where allegedly these uh, eight to ten foot tall alien looking creatures just started to appear and and disappear. Uh, The one though in Miami was a little bit more peculiar. Uh, We heard the witness testimonies about, you know, people would say, well, why didn't you video? I said, you try to video with this type of that big of a creature come running, you know, and the guy with the black guy was saying that the fat chicks, the old chicks, everybody, we was all scared to death and running for our lives, you know, and he said, I look back and I see this 10 foot tall creature just suddenly appear and then like a shadowy disappear. Well, Then I saw one, like a six-legged creature, you know, as more and more images were coming out. And, of course, all the police responding. uh, I was in law enforcement years ago. There's no case that I know of that you would require every policeman. And there was an order that went out. And that's 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 like a major disaster to call every police officer on the entire Miami force to come there, fight whatever was going on. And there were shots fired, um, you know. But uh, even one young man, his father was running for sheriff, and he gets him on the phone, and I guess his father doesn't know he's filming his dad. He's asking him, can you tell us what happened? He said, I'm not allowed to speak about what happened down here. So long end of the story of this is this here. Several months before it even happened, I was told that we're going into a time frame because of uh, CERN, the, them using CERN and trying to bring this binary system in. Oh, that's disgusting. Stephen, is this the result of your insider contacts there at the CIA? Yes, it is a mingling of dimensions. Oh, uh, no. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Uh, continue. <laughs> So what, what it is, is I knew that this would be a reality. He said that he said we would see and he said it'll start happening pretty much any time. He said you'll be going along and he said and suddenly here he said it could be in your living room for all you know. He said you'll see some kind of creature. He said and it's just from another world, another dimension that's parallel to our dimension. 
And the best I could get is that CERN played a part in this. Uh, and of course, there's more than one hydrogen collider. And also this binary system that's coming is playing a part of this. And I said to him, I said, well, it's kind of interesting you bring that up. I said, because in the Egyptian documents, there's one particular one that I've read that talks about a collapsing of dimensions. He said, that's about the same thing. He said, it's a good way to describe, to describe it. He said, it's just that they're merging together. And he said, they see you and you will see them. And he said, some of the things that you will see, he said, are going to be terrifying. And uh, he said, so watch for it. You're going to see it happening in the very, very soon future. Whoa. Do you think this is uh, when uh, the three days of darkness in Isaiah, where it says, go into your inner chambers and hide there for three days uh, while the anger of the Lord passes by? That's actually going to be called. That's also part of what happens in all this chaos time period. Uh, that's part of what will take place as well. As strange as it may sound, the sun will uh, not give light for a period of time. And I've heard different time frames on that. Uh, they say that that earth could still be warmed from the sun, but there's some type of event, and it's been explained to me before by one scientist out of Europe, uh, but he said it literally for several days, he said it will not shine. And he said it's actually what it is. He said the sun is going through a rejuvenation. And when it gets to that one point, he said the light will not reach the earth going into the inner chamber. You know, that's a, that's a spiritual prayer. Yes. Uh, that like Jesus said, you go into your uh, closet, you close the door and you go to the father in secret and he will reward you openly. Boy, uh, isn't the day coming when that will be our uh, our only um, our only our only hope? Yes, I believe it. Here, here's what it says. I, I was just there. Uh, this is Isaiah 26. Go to my people, enter your rooms, and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. See, Yehovah is coming out of his dwelling to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will disclose the bloodshed upon him, conceal her slain no longer. So, um, uh, frightful times. Uh, I know yes. I read one person's vision of that is we we uh, are hit by an asteroid and it actually stops the spinning of the earth. And that may be exact. And there is talk about that as well, that it will have a pole reversal. Yes, a, a shift pole change. reversal, a polar shift. Yes, yes. And by the way, yeah. when you read that in Hebrew, what you read in verse 20 there, uh, where he says, enter into, enter you into, into your chamber and shut uh, your doors ab about you. Uh, we take that as a plural normally in English, but it's actually written in a singular. Uh, the door? Uh, right. The delateja is, uh, delet is a door. And the, of course, it uses not a chemem, Sofit, but just the chet on the end, showing it's your per personal door. So he's letting you know as an individual, just like uh, Yeshua said. In fact, in the Hebrew Matthew of Yeshua, uh, Matthew writes, and we know that according to the church fathers, Matthew did write it in the Hebrew language. He said, go lay on your couch and close the doors upon you. And I think he's actually talking about your eyelids is my personal uh -huh. thought. I, I could be wrong. It's just a conjecture uh -huh. thought 
from that. But uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's just very very interesting, uh, and, and of course, can it all this on here? You know, there was a movie made about this, and that happened during a Halloween. Oh, how fortuitous! It is uh, the the world was dark, and it was when um, the the large the Nephilim came out. And that would make sense, Bonnie. Uh, and, you know, and I'll tell you something. This really, you're going to make me have to do some serious digging on this because uh, when you're looking at um, what what you're reading right here, as I'm as I'm reading this with you, and then thinking in my mind just how this could play out. Yeah. Um, we're is you're talking about a very serious time, and it's almost like he's giving you because I know the cheder cheder. They say a chamber cheder is a room. You know, you're entering into the room, you're closing that door about you. And it's almost like the Father is going to put you into a spiritual sleep there to where, I, I call it a sleep, but to where no one knows you're even alive, so to speak. I wonder if that's kind of what it's implying. I, I don't. I can't say for sure, I don't know. Uh, but it's really going to make me want to dig even deeper in this subject here for sure. Yes. Um, I remember, you know, the uh, uh, YouTube used to have a lot more videos than it does now. It is very heavily censored. I remember there was a video out of South America where actually some strange creatures uh, came out, came out from the woods and were traversing in this uh, very rural, very, I mean, no window panes at all. You know, whatever was in the window was um, wood and they just pulled the shutter in. And, and so it's very primitive. Uh, but this man was sleeping, heard something, uh, went to, it's more like a handmade cabin than a house, went to his back window, opened his shutter, and there is... Uh, only um, it, it could be a zombie. Its its body movements were. I mean, zombieism has been validated by the uh, British Journal of Medicine. It had did happen in Haiti, uh, where spirits took over a deceased body, and the uh, neurologic system was not able to be fully connected. So that's why it's kind of. Uh, the movements are not as smooth as a human's. But anyway, he went back and there was evidently a zombie in the back and uh, he almost started, you could hear him, he almost started hyperventilating. Wow. But while while his shutter is open, um, face or this, I don't know, and his head looked like a spike protein. He had a face, but the rest of his head had all these little protrusions like you see of a spike protein. Uh, and uh, he was, I don't know what color he was, uh, but he saw the man. He, If he saw him, if he saw, when he saw the human, he came in flying. And I thought, okay, we know it's going to be. That's you know, why uh, they thought, they thought only evil continually because they were basically satanic people. They were all hybrids. You know, Bonnie, when I was telling you just a second ago about the, the cheder, you go into that inner room that, uh, or the room. And I knew, of course, as I when I read Hebrew, every every letter, as you already know, Bonnie yourself, every letter has a meaning. Yes. Uh, it's a word in itself with a meaning behind it. Yes. The letter Chet itself means inner room or an inner chamber. Mm. It's a separate place. The second letter in that word is Dalit, 
which is a door. Door. So you're to enter into that secret yep. room, going yep. through the door. And where is the door at? It's in the reich. It's in your head. Yeah. Well, I I knock on the door of your heart. <laughs> a- exactly right. So it's kind so, of a spiritual. Um, protection to enter into your uh, inner room and i wonder if it's also not a physical they see you of course the divine protection could make you invisible well that's what i'm wondering is if 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 you're not getting into such a state of prayer during this time yes that you literally even yeshua did that when he was here right he was they were ready to capture him and take That's him right. away, and he just disappeared among the people. That's right. He walked right, He walked through them. He walked through the crowd. Exactly. They didn't see him. And unfortunately, Stephen, <laughs> I feel like we're just getting going, but we have to stop. Uh, it, we're at 28 minutes, so. It's uh, inspired me for a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean, I haven't. Well, I should. I should so do I'm the talk, first. I'm talking about for doing another video myself. It's inspired <laughs> me so much okay. that I'm like, I, now I've got to research more. Though you know, that's yeah. what it is. You, you, you get it. inspired, and you're like, okay, now I got to dig this you out. You do it. You do it, brother. You do it. Okay, thank you, everyone, right. so much uh, uh, for joining us. And Stephen, we'll see you next week. Uh, blessings. Um, uh, a blessing. That's all I can say. Thank you.